and hello everybody the song that you're listening to is sex bob om by sex bob om it was featured on scott pilgrim vs. the world one of the coolest opening credits i've ever seen in the movie and uh this week's episode is a live podcast that we just had last week it was at lauderdale comics one of the coolest comic book spots this side of the mississippi trust they have everything they have comic books they have trinkets they have memorabilia galore you guys should definitely check it out the location is 1929 south federal highway for lauderdale florida the zip code is 33316 check it out it's a cool ass place and this is going to be a cool ass podcast trust me and just uh listen up because this song really takes off and i hope you enjoy A little countdown, Delgado. And welcome to We Synced It. We Synced It. I Synced It. <laughs> yeah, it is a weekly podcast where we focus on film, movies, and video and all entertainment in between. I am one of your hosts, Pat. And this is Kev. And we have some special guests here today. Uh, this is our first live yes. stream. Yes. This is Lauderdale Comics' first live stream, so this is pretty exciting. Uh, to my left, we have... Stacy Galanti, owner of Lauderdale Comics. Uh, Matt Sadowitz, store manager. Jessica Osborne, assistant manager. Awesome. How are you guys doing? Doing pretty good. Thank, Thank you. you. And uh, I, I was told not to talk about um, Suicide Squad, so we'll, yeah. we'll go ahead and skip that. <laughs> We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> We're not going to get into that. <laughs> But um, uh, this is a really <laughs> a special occasion for uh, both parties. And um, before we get into like the heavy comic book movie and TV stuff, um, I just let's let the viewers find out a little bit more about you guys and about um, Lauderdale Comics. So how did Lauderdale Comics come together? Uh, I'll take that question again. This is Stacy, uh, the, the owner and founder of Lauderdale Comics. It, it actually came from an idea from uh, my son, my 18-year-old son, uh, a couple years ago, Nico. And he realized that there was not a comic store, collectible store. There wasn't anything within really eight, nine, ten miles of here. Oh. Um, we've got some really big uh, competitors who actually have been quite helpful uh, starting us, helping us start up, uh, have given us a lot of good advice. But there really wasn't anything in this area. And so he said, why don't you, you know, why don't you do something that's a little bit different, a little bit smaller, a little more boutique, a little more urban in the sense that we're kind of in a downtown area. We're right off Federal Highway, right south of 17th Street, basically downtown Fort Lauderdale. Um, and why don't you do something that's not just a comic store. We're going to have like, you know, thousands of old comics and it's dusty. And there's, there's a place for that kind of comic store. There's no doubt. Yeah. Um, but that's not us. Um, we specialize in a lot of high-end collectibles, a lot of new new items. Uh, we have a wall of pops. We have some items that you can't find anywhere else. Um, we, we do utilize some of the larger distributors, but we travel around a lot to find things that other stores aren't going to have um, and special type items. Um, 
We've also, uh, we have here, and because of Nico's idea, uh, we have a bubble tea, uh, a Taiwanese bubble tea bar. And so we have a food license, and you won't find very many comic stores that also, not only are we running a retail operation, but we're running a... We're running a, a restaurant, basically. We have a specialty food license, and we're running a, a Taiwanese bubble tea, coffee, uh, and a whole bunch of other drinks. And we have uh, our assistant manager, Jessica, who's also one of our best baristas here, uh, can describe some of the other items that she makes. And super, super creative. But that's, that's kind of how we started and why we wanted to be around. You know, one thing that I've, um, I, I've seen that's like starting to become a little trendy is um, barista battles. Is that something that you guys might be interested in in the future? In terms of what kind of battle? It's like like who can come up with like the sickest concoction. Yeah. They have like give a it panel a story of judges. Yeah, and it's also like a timed <laughs> contest. So it's like you're making the coolest drink, but like under we've, a certain time limit. We've actually already started to do um, week like drinks of the week. Oh, nice! And nice. we all collaborate and try to create a drink on our own. And what's your most uh, like? What's the most popular one? Uh, as of right now, probably the Apocalypse Now or the Poison Ivy have been the most popular specialty drinks we've had. What do they consist of? Uh, the Poison Ivy is a honeydew smoothie with strawberry jam and strawberry hearts. Okay. And oh, then... <laughs> and the Apocalypse Now, was it's a milk-based bubble tea. It's strawberry pineapple with mango jam and lychee jellies. And that one is a little bit, I guess, harder to get from the, the drink to the name, but it's more like, sort of like it's a jungle cruise. It takes you away. It, definitely for, I guess, the older crowd, because not many younger people know what Apocalypse Now is, but that's okay. I think you watched that movie in, like, history class, right? <laughs> First time I saw it was in school. I was in middle school when I saw that. Really? It's yeah. rated R. My, well, my teacher was a, a Vietnam vet, so oh. for him it was like a walk in the park for us. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Yeah. With uh, those two drinks, those started out on our first week of specialties, and the regulars who come in, even though it's not on the board anymore, they still they come in and ask for those by name, even though it's not up there. Cool, cool. All right, so if you guys, you know, if you can sum it up in just a couple couple of sentences, what sets Lauderdale Comics apart from other, you know, comic book stores? Like, what, what, why is why is Lauderdale Comics so different? I would say probably the first difference is that we, like Stacey was saying, it's more of a boutique feel. Okay. Uh, we, we're trying to give basically a, a curated experience. You're going to come in, everything's positioned a specific way, we want to have lights on everything, so uh, like the statues you see, it's almost like coming in to a museum in some ways. Mm-hmm. It gives it a, a different feel where not, not to knock anyone or anyone else, but some of the other stores, they have so much stuff, it's almost overwhelming, and we intentionally are almost going the different route of having less but are able to highlight it better. Yeah, more of a curated experience, I would say. Some people have come in and said we're kind of like an art gallery, and we're certainly not, you have to whisper here. I mean, that's actually the opposite. I mean, um, uh, actually, no, normally I'm yelling at everyone. I'm just kidding. But we have places to sit. We have um, uh, built-in behind us. You can see there's built-in couches with murals by local um, uh, local artist uh, Derek Garcia, who's done some TV work and movie work, and and is a, a local artist and uh, a designer of various sets and movies and things of that nature. Uh, we also have um, uh, the chairs that you're sitting in. Uh, we've got tables for gaming. So while we're only a couple thousand square feet, we try to make it a comfortable place where you can grab a bubble tea, you can sit down, uh, you can you can read a comic. We're not going to give you a hard time, uh, and um, you know you can do pretty much anything, but uh, you know pick up the 
plastic swords and start fighting with each other. <laughs> other I mean, it's happened before. Mm-hmm. Not between Matt and I. <laughs> Je- between Jessica and Matt, mostly. Oh, okay. <laughs> I want to see that. All right, so let's get into uh, the nitty-gritty here. Yeah. Uh, first question I wanted to ask you guys, um, as far as like comic book movies and things like that, is um, I want to give you guys a hypothetical. And you just um, feel free to just go all out on this answer, all right? Don't, no holds barred. Um, if DC and Marvel Studios would collaborate and they chose you to be in charge of the first DC and Marvel movie crossover, what would the movie be about and who would star in it? Uh, I mean, I would have to hope that the, the DC Extended Universe has been established by this point. Because I think the best way to do it would basically be do Strangers on a Train. Uh, Thanos with his Insanity Gauntlet, Darkseid finding the Anti-Life Equation, somehow meet together outside the Source Wall and sort of do the whole, well, I'll kill the Avengers and the Fantastic Four if you take care of the Justice League for me. They go to each other's universes and, of course, uh, you know, it'd basically be a Justice League Avengers mashup and they, of course, go, oh, this big bad, but they look so similar. It's, it's like the long-lost brother, you know, sort of oh, brother shit. from another mother between Darkseid and Thanos. And, of course, they'd be fighting them, and they'd eventually realize that what's going on, and then they'd figure out a way to break through the wall, because between both teams, you know, all the 12-level intellects in the world there and universes, and I think that would sort of be a fun thing to do, and then they'd have to team up to take on Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet and just Darkseid and all of their cronies and teams. Is this one movie? I don't think it could be one movie. unless I think this is like a saga. I'm seeing five. (laughs) It's like a five movie, three hours each. It's like another Lord of the Rings. Just, the box set is going to be ridiculous. I'm not, I'm not saying that I haven't thought about this before, because obviously I have, but I feel like it just sort of writes itself. The, the two characters being that they are so similar, but just it's the strangers on the train just seems to work out perfectly yeah. for it. Jessica? I cannot follow that up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and I guess this is pretty much for everyone. Like, in your opinion... You know, what do you think is the best comic book film or TV show to date and why? Hmm. Or not the best. Maybe what's your favorite? Hmm. What do you fancy? I, I, you want me to, I'll jump in. <laughs> yeah. you, my, to be honest with you, my favorite is, uh, is Daredevil okay. uh, on Netflix. Not to, uh, two things. Yeah. One, a uh, little known fact, uh, I'm also a lawyer. Oh. I've been a lawyer in Florida for 20 years. Um, which gave me uh, the money in order to waste on starting a comic store. Just kidding. <laughs> no, actually, the comic store is doing very, very well. Thank you. Not good, but um, um, it's a great business. But uh, Daredevil is a lawyer, um, obviously. Um, he's, he's blind. I'm not, you know, blind, um, um, but, uh, you know, I mean, uh, I'm... I just but you work I, with uh, what's that what's that saying Lady Justice and she's blind. Oh, <laughs> hey now, Boom. Justice is blind. Yeah. We sainted. Yeah. Boom. So uh, I, I do like that, and, and that's that's kind of my favorite. And uh, you know, obviously, I'm I'm better looking than than Matt Murdock on the on the Netflix show. Um, but just kidding. It, it, I don't know if you can see this on the the, the cameras, but I'm I'm certainly not. But but that that would be my favorite. Uh, give me a second. I still have to think. There's a lot to go over. Jess? It's very hard to just come up with one thing that's going on right now, but something that I'm looking very forward to is Doctor Strange. Ooh, okay. okay. And why is that? Um, I love Cumberbatch, and um, I love all of the trailers that have come out for it, and like the graphics that look to be in it, and just the storyline. I'm just so excited. 
Yeah, I mean the the, the feel from those trailers is so different Intense. compared yeah. to what we've seen already yeah. with other shows and movies. Almost um, like an Inception. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. said that. A lot of people said that this was going to be like an Inception style uh, comic book movie. And I love um, mind games, so that's exciting. Yeah, like it's this one definitely feels more like surrealistic, mm-hmm. which I don't, I don't think I felt in any previous yes. mm-hmm. like Avengers film or anything like that. What about you, Pat? Oh man, I didn't know I was gonna get this question. Um, Except for everyone. Yeah, I really didn't think about it. Um, what's the best thing? To, oh, you know what? This is only Marvel. No, no, any any comic. Book I am gonna to say Suicide Squad just so I can stir things oh, up. Sh- <laughs> wow. Just so I can th- stir things up. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Suicide Squad because that's the latest thing that I saw. And um, as far as I'm seeing, I'm still giving that thing, uh, giving it three and a half stars out of five. What do you think of the character roles in it? Um, everybody did well. Uh, Slipknot has ropes. Slipknot, I think uh, <laughs> you know, he served his purpose. Ropes. He served his purpose. Um, he has ropes. Well, there's always a character that has to prove that the bomb is real. Yeah, uh, Will Smith character, I think he should have wore the mask a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, Harley Quinn, she did a good job playing Harley Quinn. Who else didn't do? Uh, Boomerang? Uh, Captain Boomerang. <laughs> I mean, he was boomerang. What do you want? What do you want from him? He doesn't have that much power. He just—he's real accurate. Would have been That's nice it. if you threw the boomerang a bit more. Yeah. Yeah. He, I yeah. mean, how are you gonna? Well, he threw it so he can do that little surveillance thing, didn't he? He, you know, he did his, his. Everybody had a purpose, and their purpose was served. He was surveillance basically with that boom. He had the little camera on his thing, like, yeah, okay, I'm surveying the area. Oh, they took it down. All right, we're done. <laughs> he did his job, man. They should let him go after that. To be honest with you. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I think mine would probably be, and I know this sounds really cliche, but uh, just the Dark Knight trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Batman Begins was like the first time I left the theater thinking, like, finally, mm-hmm. yes, someone is, is following the right path on how to make these movies. Um, and then the Dark Knight was just something that I watched probably like 200 times back to back and still not tired of it uh, till this day. Um, what else do we got? And this is a this is a question that me and Pat have been asking people. It actually has nothing to do with comic book movies or TV, uh, but we just love to hear people's answers. You guys have seen Back to the Future. I mean, right? You guys don't live under yeah. a rock. Uh, so in the Enchantment Under the Sea dance, where Marty McFly plays that famous Chuck Berry song, imagine you were Marty McFly. Okay, you went back in time to 1955. You were at the Enchantment Under the Sea dance. And it was up to you to rock the crowd. What song would you play? Hmm. And why? I'll, I'll tell you right now. I would, uh, I would go with something that's very different. Um, I wouldn't go with something that's just crazy. Like I wouldn't go with like, speaking of Slipknot, like a Slipknot or a yeah. Guar. Because I just think people in the 19, you know, 50s would just look at that and just not know what to do with that. So I wouldn't go too far. That's why I think Chuck Berry, the choice was really good. Um, uh, because it was rock and roll, it was just enough past what they were used to at that time, kind of the doo-wop, mm-hmm. but I would go with something from Green Day. I think almost anything from Green Day, kind of a pop punk, you rock that out, um, I think those those kids would have gone nuts, and, uh, you know, listen, it's the kind of world where those, you know, you got Biff. I mean, first, <laughs> listen, nowadays, Biff would try to come up to you, and it, it, nowadays he would just get, like, stabbed and... <laughs> You know, and like some gang would come out and just beat the CRAP out of him. It would just be, it would be, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be good nowadays for someone like Biff to be running around because there's, there's just too much out there to stop the, the Biffs of the world. But yeah, I would go with Green Day. 
Okay. Uh, I'm a classic rock fan. I don't know exactly what song, but probably Zeppelin or Pink Floyd. Nice. All right. Jess? I'm a horrible singer, but um, I'd probably have to change the setting to more of a coffeehouse setting and do something like Regina Spector. As soon as you said coffee house, I was pretty dope. Of a um, smelly cat from Friends. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what I'd be. I'd be Phoebe. What about what about you, Pat? Um, I really, you know, I'm gonna bounce off of what you said, and I'm gonna go total opposite. I want to shock everybody. I want there. I want like, I want them to just start going frantic. So I'm gonna say, uh, fire started by a prodigy. A prodigy. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. I think I would definitely go that route too. It'd scare the yeah. crap out of everyone. I'm talking about jumping into the and crowd with the mic in my hand wow. and just grabbing people. I'm a fire starter. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I just want them to just start going crazy. I think I would pick like the beautiful people from Marilyn Manson. Oh, yeah. nice uh-huh. call. Yeah. Yeah. and just nice see call. they like come back to 2016 and see like this apocalyptic <laughs> world that I've created because of that one song. It's so funny. <laughs> That's awesome. But he's talking about beautiful people, though. <laughs> so demonic. Um, Pat, are you keeping track of uh, the live feeding right now? Yeah, I'm trying to right now. I'm trying to. But you know what? Just to uh, bounce back to one of the questions, um, I seriously believe that uh, the reason why Suicide Squad did so oh, bad. Oh well, no, no, no. I'm just okay. saying I'm thinking the reason why it did so bad is oh, people have negative uh, uh, conversation when they're talking about it is because of the Dark Knight. The fact that uh, Christopher so Nolan put the mm-hmm. comic books so high on this pedestal, yep. it's like, come on, man. It's not even a comic book movie. That's that's basically, it shouldn't have been called Batman. It should have been called, like, Detective Stories, to be honest with you. Because <laughs> no, that was just strict. No, it's it, between that and uh, maybe not from the fan reaction, but from a critical reception, critics not being, I'm not saying they're not comic book fans, but a lot of them are looking at this from a movie perspective are weighing it against the Marvel Universe as a successful comic book universe on one hand, and then the Dark Knight on the other. Yeah. And it's it's true. It's not even so much a superhero movie. It's a crime drama. This happens to have some people that are dressed up. And that's a bar that you almost can't really come close to, to beating. And the Suicide Squad, and I'll say right off the bat, as I'm a DC guy, but I am not a fan of the movie. I found a lot of issues with it. But it was a comic book movie. It was most definitely comic booky in the best possible way. It, it, just from the, you know the the flashcard scenes at the beginning, introducing yeah, people, yeah. and even just the way there were literally scenes in it that looked like that's that's how they would draw in a comic book. And for some reason, that made people unhappy, which is so weird. You'd think I'm gonna go see a comic book movie. You'd want it to be like a comic book. But I think they were also like also trying to mesh into the Marvel theme of making it more lighthearted with the jokes. I mean, look at Watchmen that like the predecessor to the Batman trilogy and everything. It was very dark. Well, well yeah, it, it was the knee-jerk reaction by Warner Brothers from the the critical reception of Batman vs Superman. They didn't want it to have that same sort of dark grittiness uh, that seemed to really turn a lot of people off. And probably a little bit from what you hear from from Jared Leto, David Ayers, and other people on the set, a little bit of what happened, Fantastic happened, where they made a movie, and then the studio came in and sort of made their own movie out of that. And who's to say that if we'll get a director's cut, that might not, for someone like me, say, oh, well, okay, they added this stuff in, they took this out, they expanded a scene or two, and now, boom, solid, solid movie. Mm. Yes. All right. Um, 
before we get into the interactive trivia game, um, one more thing I wanted you guys uh, to let everyone know about. Um, I know, like, I've learned from the from your Facebook page, you guys host a lot of events where you guys showcase, you know, local artists and um, things like that. Like, what what do you ha- what do you guys have coming up um, in the next like this month and next month? Okay, well, I mean, just uh, this past weekend we did our local artist spotlight where we invited four established artists, and I'm using the air quotes on purpose because it's these are people that have more published work. They go to the big cons in the area. This coming Sunday, the 28th, not, not this one, the next one, the 28th, we're having an up-and-coming artist spotlight, which is we're going to be hosting some artists from the Art Institute and people just, you know, who unfortunately, you know, life gets in the way sometimes of what you want to do. And we're committed not just to our local community, but to specifically the art community and, and comics in general. And so that's going to be coming up. Uh, September 11th, we're going to be having a uh, two spectrum-friendly art classes. Uh, which uh, Jessica can talk a little bit more about that because she's actually the the mastermind behind that. Um, So what we're going to be working on is we'll have mirrors and we'll be working on self-portraits, but having it with a superhero theme, what powers do you have for each person? And what powers would you guys have? (laughs) Well, Matt will argue with people about DC until they're... (laughs) Until they run screaming. <laughs> uh, I guess so. I mean, at my the last comic book shop, shop I worked at, the, the power they gave me is that I'd be able to spit my brain out at people and sort of bludgeon them with it, then suck it back up sort of gecko style. Wow. <laughs> hey, that was mine. The other people had really weird ones too, but it's uh, I'm, I've always sort of attributed I'm sort of like comic book guy from The Simpsons. I, I'm willing to sort of stake my claim on my opinion and I'll argue with it but I, I don't think I see it as spirited debate not argument I hope that's how other people see it too. not really but uh, <laughs> we don't see it that way at all <laughs> yeah I think oh. Jessica would probably uh, Magneto Magneto I'm going to school for welding oh nice, nice. expert nice. of metals she's going to bring flames and metals into the store I'm very nervous <laughs> at this stage you just don't want to upset her um, so what are your guys' powers? I mean, what my powers be? Um, you told me one time, and I thought it was, like, the coolest thing. Oh, you're talking about, um... Saved by the Bell. Yeah, the Saved by the Bell, the Zach Morris power that you could just freeze time. <laughs> and then move things around. Time out, and then you just go around, just do whatever you want. <laughs> then you could just leave, come back, you know, get a lot of things done. You can mm-hmm. win a lot of arguments like yeah. that, too. <laughs> <laughs> you can win a lot of arguments like that. You just wait. I love so, it. He got me. Let me look something up. <laughs> and then you just say, yeah, I got you on this. Time in. Boom. And then he might stomp you again. So you just got to time it again. The only thing is that uh, you probably get older <laughs> as everybody's still staying the same age because you keep on pausing time and stuff like that. But, it, I mean, win an argument, man. That's a good feeling, though. Amazing <laughs> arguments. The best superpower ever. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I think mine would just be telekinesis straight up. I just... I think the the idea of just moving objects with my mind is like pretty badass. It is annoying my wife a uh, <coughs> a superpower. superpower. Believe yeah, it me, be, it is. Be, you could be a supervillain like that. <laughs> I think that is my villainous trait because, <laughs> and she is superhero because she's tried to throw me off the balcony a few times. So <laughs> if I'm not on your next podcast, if you ever come back, and we'd love to have you back at Lauderdale Comics. Awesome. If I'm not around, you know that she used her superpower, and it was more it was stronger than my my villainy right. of annoyance. So. All right, so now let's get into the interactive trivia game. 
for those that are watching right now live, uh, we're going to be asking five uh, specific questions. You guys yes. can just leave the comments. You know, leave the answer right there in the form of a comment on the video. Um, if not, you know, you guys can email us at weseentit at gmail.com. Um, and first person to contact us with all five questions right will win a prize from Lauderdale Comics. Um, we don't know what the prize is yet, but we're, I guess we'll announce it. It'll be good. Once, it's going to be once, awesome. One, yeah. Once we actually have a winner, we'll <laughs> announce what the prize is. Then you guys could just come and pick it up at the store. All right, so let's get into the trivia game. Um, I gave out a couple clues uh, last week on uh, like material that you guys should research for the questions. Uh, question number one. Um, Ant-Man, the movie, was directed by Peyton Reed, but it was originally supposed to be directed by the filmmaker who directed Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Name that director. I'll say it again. Ant-Man was directed by Peyton Reed, but it was originally supposed to be directed by the filmmaker who directed Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Name that director. Question number two. In 1994's The Mask, Stanley Ipkiss, played by Jim Carrey, finds a mask that depicts a famous Norse god. Name that Norse god. Are we allowed to give hints at all? Or? Yeah, we can give out hints. Oh, well, he's the current <clears throat> MCU heartthrob. Well, one of them. At least that, was a, that was actually a really that good hint. That was a good one. That, that was, was really a good, good hint. hint. That was a really good <laughs> hint. Um, so I'll just say it again. In 1994's The Mask, Stanley, Ipki- uh, Stanley Ipkiss, played by Jim Carrey, finds a mask that depicts a famous Norse god. Name that Norse god. Question number three. Howard the Duck was produced by a filmmaker responsible for probably the most famous sci-fi epic of all time. Name that filmmaker. Mm. Okay. It was the guy who made Flash Gordon, right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No. (laughs) All right, I'll give you guys that one again. Howard the Duck was produced by a filmmaker responsible for a famous sci-fi epic. Name that filmmaker. Uh, Question number four. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World was narrated by a former cast member of Saturday Night Live. Name that actor. And he was in a recent uh, big hit comedy. Came out like last year. Yeah, it came out last year. I'll give you guys that one again. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World was narrated by a former cast member of Saturday Night Live. Name that actor. And the hint is uh, the movie starred uh, Mamie Moomer. It rhymes with Mamie Moomer? It it rhymes with Mamie Moomer. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) that's all I got. (laughs) Question number five. This is a bonus question. Uh Anyone can score this one. This is super easy. From the film Batman and Robin, just type any of Arnold Schwarzenegger's Mr. Freeze puns. Oh man! Any of them? Any of them? Any of them? They're any all of them? So good. You guys could They're YouTube so it good. right now. There's probably like thousands of videos of people like editing those yeah. clips together. You could probably get like find a greatest hits one too. You guys could probably make one up, and it's probably in the movie. <laughs> like that's how easy that question is. All right. So before we go, any last thoughts? Any last messages you guys want to give out to your fans? Or you tell us what you have new. What's coming in? <clears throat> Anything that's in the indie scene or anything we should be looking forward to so we could drop by, stop by like next week? Uh, I mean, 
there's a lot of good stuff out right now. I mean, uh, you know, obviously in DC, Re Rebirth is going real strong, uh -huh. reinventing the universe for older fans while still keeping the, the, the new and younger fans going on. Civil War II is really beginning to heat up. There's a big discussion now, though, is using Ulysses' power, is it forcing Captain Marvel to become this very unlikable character? especially based on earlier story arcs that she's been in where she was usually sort of the defender of the weak and the innocent and now she's becoming the well the tony stark like he was in the original mm. civil war mm. on the independent scene i guess it really sort of depends what you're reading uh right now i'd say one of the better books out there at least in my opinion is a book called hunt which is following it's like irish mythology and folklore and it's only two issues in but it involves this young girl and these uh Demons, spirits, we're not really sure yet, have uh, sort of stolen her father and they're coming after the rest of her family. Another good one out was uh, Kill or Be Killed. Uh, and I'd say the last one for me, not expecting to like it, but just sort of doing my, my due diligence and I've got to read the number one so I can tell people, is Briggsland. Mm -hmm. Not a superhero story, not a fantasy story, sort of a political secessionist terrorist story that I would say out of this past week has been my favorite. Awesome, awesome. Uh, Stacy, anything you want to add before we go? Uh, not necessarily about what's what's coming out new, but again, we have a lot of a lot of events. Uh, so check out our, our Facebook pages, Twitter pages, social media pages. Uh, come on into the store, grab a bubble tea, uh, say hi to Matt, and myself, Jessica, the rest of our staff. There's uh, four other employees, depending on what day you're in or what time you're in. Um, come chill out with us. It's totally cool. We got great air conditioning and great seats to sit in and, and you know check out what we've got. We've got a lot of really good stuff. We're going to be starting to host uh, besides those events, D and D and Pathfinder games, uh, and also doing some. We have some open gaming nights where we're going to be doing magic. Mm -hmm. And uh, we, we have a Pokemon League that should be starting soon. Ooh. We're just waiting on uh, Pokemon to get our judge the material that we need to start the league. Oh, that's awesome! So wow. that's just a matter of time. <laughs> That is awesome. Jessica, anything you want to add? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And uh, just to remind you guys, uh, can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. On Twitter and Instagram, we are under we underscore seent underscore it. Um, email us at we seent it at gmail.com. Pat, anything else you want to add? Um, follow a lot of their comics on uh, Facebook. They keep uh, they keep you, you keep posted. You keep on posting constant things, mm -hmm. which is pretty cool. Um, that's pretty much it. Be be cool. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah. Do it. And we're out. Yep. He says a thirty second delay, right? So they can hear me now. <laughs> they could. <laughs>